Hello, my name is Sam. And my name is Celeste. And welcome to GeoSpeaks. Today, we will be having a discussion about OpenStreetMapping. So what even is OpenStreetMapping? OpenStreetMapping is a collaborative project to create a free, edible map of the world. Anyone can go on and map unmapped locations that are unknown areas to the people in those locations. This nonprofit organization was created by Steve Coast in 2004. It was inspired by Wikipedia and its concept of people in the world having the ability to inform others. When we started this project in the beginning of the year, we had no idea how much we were helping the world or why we were. With OpenStreetMapping, we collect data and send it to communities that don't know much about the geography of their society. And when a tragedy occurs, sometimes this information is better than money. Before both Hurricane Irma and Maria hit Puerto Rico in 2017, OpenStreetMapping had mapped a majority of this country. This was crucial to the country because they now knew how many houses were there before the hurricanes and how many were lost. This then helped them determine things such as how many bodies they needed to find. Doesn't money help those areas though? Of course, anything helps, but sometimes mapping buildings can be more beneficial than sending water bottles or money their way. In OpenStreetMapping, you can contribute to many different projects that help different areas in the world. Throughout the year in our AP Human Geography class, we focused on two projects in OpenStreetMapping. Yes, we did one of our own town where we just mapped what we knew about our community. We mapped things like sidewalks and buildings. And in the second project, we were mapping places in Malawi. By mapping Malawi in buildings in that area, it then allows others to expand that research. In Malawi, there is a lack of spatial knowledge about residents and current health care provision status. This is mostly because of the many squatter settlements located all over Malawi. Mapping those areas help others know where people are living and if they have health care or not. Now, we recently interviewed Sean Goulet. That's a really cool last name. <laughs> a person who knows a lot about open street mapping. So here it is. Hello, this is Sean. Hi, I'm Ava from Mashpee Middle High School. I was just wondering if I could interview you. Uh, yeah, sure. All right, so I have some questions. The first one is, what's your association with OpenStreetMapping? Um, so I am part of, I'm on the um, board for, uh, for Teach OSM, um, which is a chartered uh, project of OpenStreetMap US. Uh, and so I contribute to OpenStreetMap um, and also contribute to the project uh, Teach OSM, which is a, which is a project of OpenStreetMap US. Um, and OpenStreetMap US is the United States uh, organization that uh, advocates for OpenStreetMap contributions. What mo what motivated you to get involved in OpenStreetMapping? Um, basically to give back to, uh, to my profession, which is, it, which involves, um, geospatial, mm -hmm. um, work. And so OpenStreetMap is, uh, similar to Wikipedia in that anyone can contribute to it. Um, it's used in a many different, um, applications, um, most notably for, uh, humanitarian work. And so, uh, basically, it was a it was a seemed like a fitting way for me to give back to um, to education through it, and then also to humanitarian causes. So, what would you say your day to day responsibilities of your job consist of? 
So my day-to-day responsibilities of my job at work consists of uh, writing uh, programming and code. Um, so writing uh, computer code. Um, and that has to do with um, a number of different coding languages, uh, a number of different, um, a number of different skill sets. Uh, so day to day, you know, um, interacting with servers, um, uh, writing code so that you, you, you know, that, that basically gets exposed to someone when they go to a website. Um, and then also the code that actually does stuff behind the scenes when you're on a website that you interact with. Um, mm-hmm. So whether that be like a map, when you click on something, it might show, uh, I don't know, an, a pop-up that, that displays information about um, where you clicked, whether it be, um, you know, a town or a point of interest. And then also, you know, displaying like chart data or numeric data um, that basically tells a story uh, in some sense. And then also, uh, as far as OpenStreetMap goes, um, uh, I've been involved um, on the development of a new website for TeachOSM, um, which will be launched at the end of the of July. Um, and so, a lot of work is in, involved in that. And then also, um, just day to day, you know, relationship building with potential. Um, contributors to the project uh financially and also um just relationships in the in the community with different organizations that support um geospatial education whether it be teachers or or students directly okay and another question that i have for you is if you could give mappers advice what would you tell them um i would tell them that they you know practice is is something that's required in in any of this um i'm not a not a uh uh not i i don't know everything and and so you know i mean i've been doing i've been doing this for for a while now Mm -hmm. and so it basically basically the more time that you spend on contributing to different projects whether it be OpenStreetMap or um, arcgis online um, which is also free to students that they can learn on their own. Um, really, it's, it's practice, and it comes down to just Googling, you know, um, different ways to, to do things, get involved um, in projects because that matter to you because that's the only way, really, that you're going to stay engaged. So you were saying that you've been doing this, well, open street mapping for a good amount of time. Do you think either in your job or open street mapping, what do you think some of your biggest challenges were like throughout the course of you working with this position? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, the biggest, some of the biggest challenges uh, as far as my day-to-day job goes, um, so I'm a geospatial developer and really, I mean, when it, when it comes down to it, I, I, I write code, whether it be using um, geospatial data, so something that's tied to a position on Earth or not. Uh, it could be just data associated with something that that um, is tied to the Earth. Like, 
for instance, you know, streets have um, speed limits, they have a uh, number of lanes, they have widths, they have, some might have sidewalks, some might not, some might have curb cuts, some might not, some might have intersections on them. And these kinds of data um, are all tied to, you know, segments of roads, for instance. And so my, the, the day-to-day challenge is, is like, uh, you know, learning, um, basically just, just, just learning as much as I can uh, with every different project that I'm, that I'm faced with, whether it be just contributing to OpenStreetMap and learning different shortcuts, for instance, on, on how to do things like uh, square corner of a building if I'm digitizing um, buildings or um, how to split roads if if they if you're digitizing roads um, or even just going in and, and updating uh, tags which which display like that kinds of metadata information that I talked about before where it could be a road but it has a speed limit and it has number of um, lanes and stuff like this um, these kinds of things learning um, how to do them in the most efficient manner possible to take the least amount of time is really um it's really the challenge uh for all for all all my work Mm. so overall do you think open stream mapping has changed your life or your perspective on life yeah i mean i think that it's it's given me a new way to uh to contribute to meaningful projects and to, to contribute back to um, education and geospatial sciences because um, when I was in high school, I didn't have the opportunity or didn't know about the opportunity to contribute to projects that relate to OpenStreetMap um, like I do now. And uh, so students in high school can start contributing to these projects and add them to their transcripts and then, and then potentially, um, you know, pursue a, a field in geospatial sciences and so um so yeah i mean it, it's it's basically given me a way to give back to um to edu- to the education and then also to um to humanitarian uh, uh projects without actually having to um if if i so choose not to um w- without having to invest a lot of money or in, in, in into something so for the last question We've been mm-hmm. talking a lot about like what you would consider some challenges in your job or the day-to-day like responsibilities, but what do you think would be your favorite part of your job or like the most rewarding part? So my day-to-day job, the most rewarding part is um, is seeing the people that use what I build um, in practice. And so that might be like uh, people at, um, so, so at the Cape Cod Commission where I work, um, we support all the towns on the Cape and we support them with technical services. So in my role, it's supporting them with tools that they might, um, you know, use to, for instance, like when we're faced with, uh, storm surges along the coast, whether it be in association with a hurricane or a nor'easter, for instance, um, we've we've developed a tool that's uh, what's called a sea level rise viewer, but it's really 
a tool that um, that is used for storm surge as well, um, so that uh, first responders and emergency uh, preparedness um, uh, officers can can go out and into different communities if they're forecasting such and such storm surge um, that they can actually uh, project ahead of time which roads will be dis- become disconnected potentially, um, which properties might be inundated with water, um, and then they can actually evacuate ahead of time um, or at least um, plan on responding to certain areas. Um, and so, you know, talking with emergency responders and how they use these kinds of things is, is interesting to me, and um, it makes my work meaningful um, in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's a one example. There's other different things that we do um, for, like, for instance, wastewater treatment um, and and uh, in cleaning up uh, the the receiving water bodies. So, like the the um, the bays and the and the estuaries, um, and working with different wastewater treatment technologies to uh, limit the amount of nutrients that go into them, um, and you know all the math behind that and the technologies the different technologies and and what kinds of you know what kinds of applications they have where you can locate them um it's interesting work and then also you know working with in that case town officials and also um contractors that actually cite these things um has been has been interesting and 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 it proves that you know that that what i'm building isn't just sitting there it's actually being used Well, thank you so much for letting us interview you, and thanks for informing us. Uh, Sure, Ava. Thank you. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. You're welcome. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. As explained in the interview, OpenStreet Mapping helps millions of people around the world to find out more about their surroundings and the layout of where they live. OpenStreet Mapping is primarily aimed at showing information and is way more than just viewing a map and mapping an area, but is an exclusive way for societies to be informed on their surroundings and prepared in case a disaster hits their area. We learned a lot from OpenStreet Mapping this year, and we were very happy to, Im- to impact the world by simply mapping. Thank you for tuning in to GeoSpeaks, and see you next time.